0: Welcome to Scuba Shack Radio, Episode 25, recorded Sunday, February 9th, 2020. Hello again, everyone, and thanks for listening to Scuba Shack Radio. I'm your host, Jeff Serpino. Well, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs from Kansas City, Missouri, and to Andy Reid, the longtime Eagles coach for the Super Bowl win. Andy's one of the really good guys in the game. Also, last Sunday was Groundhog Day. Groundhog didn't see his shadow, so I guess that means that spring is right around the corner. So let's hope that uh, the Groundhog is right this time. And today, in celebration of our 25th episode, I'm going to be breaking some new ground. We're going to be doing our first ever interview. So stand by for that. Let's get on with the show. Last year when I started Scuba Shack Radio I was here at the shop and it was a Sunday I think and I was in the back room recording some things for it. It was still a work in progress and uh, during that time we were having a class going on at the same time and um, Ron who was one of our instructors here was, was teaching that class and he came back and asked me what I was doing and told them I was putting together scuba shack radio and from day one Ron's been asking me about how did we can do some interviews on scuba shack radio well it's been a long time uh, for me to get comfortable with the format and things that were going on and I really didn't want to do uh, uh, an interview back then but now I think it's time and who better than to have Ron be the first person ever to interview on Scuba Shack Radio. So I want to welcome Ron to Scuba Shack Radio. Welcome, Ron. Well,
1: thank you, Jeff. I'm very excited to be here.
0: Yeah, I, I know you are, Ron. You've been pushing me for, uh, pretty <laughs> hard over the last uh, year to, to get, get some interviews going. But, uh, you know, the other night you were here teaching a class, and I thought it was pretty interesting when you pulled out your original certification yep. Yep. card. I think it was from the YMCA, and you passed it around a... Uh, very young man at that time. Uh, so when, when did you start diving, Ron?
1: Well, I got my open water certification in 1996. Uh, I do like to pass that card around to the class because it does get a lot of chuckles. <laughs> yeah,
0: it sure does. <laughs>
1: uh, and... Uh, but I did start in 1996, and I was certified um, through the YMCA, which, of course, does no longer yeah, do certifications.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, oh, that's gone by the wayside, but uh, we learned a lot from the YMCA. But, but back then in 1996, wh- how did you get interested in scuba diving?
1: So probably like a lot of people, um, it all started with um, going on a vacation. Uh, my wife and I uh, had gone to Hawaii, went out to Maui. And we tried one of these patty um, classes. You know, the yeah, actually discover scuba turns idea. out it was a Discover yeah. Scuba, and it's actually on my my record. I has taken that class. <laughs> uh, we did a Discover Scuba in Maui, and it was a very sort of truncated, short class. Sure. They kind of tossed us in the water, and I went down, and I was just hooked from the minute that I went and started descending.
0: Okay, yeah, so that's, that, that's how it happens for a lot of us. I know that's how we got involved in diving with Matthew uh, going and doing some Discover scubas out when we were on Maui as well. And, you know, uh, it's been, been a life-changing event. So, so that's a long time ago, 96, uh, you know, people come and go with the sport. We, we see a lot of people do their training and then they dive a couple times
1: and are done. But, but what's kept you diving over the years? So what I tell my students, and I mean this sincerely, that once you're an open water diver, every vacation becomes an adventure. You're not just going and, you know, see, seeing the sights on land. You're able to go and see this beautiful uh, underwater environment. And that's kind of what, what's kept me going. Um, um, I've dove a lot uh, at Fort Weatherall because I do like northeast diving. And I have dove on a lot of vacations, and um, it sort of kept me going uh, until, of course, my daughter uh, got the bug for diving, and that's kept me going sort of at double speed. Oh,
0: yeah. Lizzie, yep. Uh, Lizzie, Ron's daughter actually worked here at the shop for uh, three summers uh, right after she got out of high school. She's now a junior at the University of Florida and kind of really uh, heading up. She's also a patty instructor and now a instructor, instructor. Uh, uh, pretty uh, impressive for a young lady of what 20 uh, 20 20 years 20 old years. 20 years old. Yeah, so so yeah, so uh, a few years ago after we bought the shop, uh, back in I think 2017, Ron came to me and said he wanted to become a dive master. So we worked on his dive master and then uh, Monty got him into the instructor. So um, And he became a, a PADI uh, open water scuba instructor in May of last year, um, and has been really helping us out
1: a lot. What, what, what do you like about being an instructor, Ron? Well, first of all, let me just mention, Jeff, that I was—I uh, had been coming to Scuba Shack back in the old days when Tom Masenti, okay, the former yeah. owner, was here. I would come with um, a, a guy that I worked with, and uh, we would get some tanks and go on night dives. Um, and then when you guys took over the shop and my daughter worked here, she wanted to take some uh, advanced classes, and that's sort of uh, why I did it as well, to... Uh, to learn, and I'm telling you, um, when I when I when I went through the dive master course with you and Monty and Peter and Joel and and everybody, uh, it was it was an eye opening experience because it was uh, intensive, and I learned a tremendous amount. Yeah,
0: well, you've been very supportive of us, and we, we appreciate the uh, the, the uh, all the the support you've given us, and and all the work and. and And experience you're passing on to our students now. So um, again, we're going to finish up here. Uh, I'm going to ask you a question. It's a hard one. People ask me a lot of times, and I know uh, a lot of people get asked, but uh, best dive ever? Do
1: do you have one? So when I think of my best dives, uh, I can think of two of them. Um, They both involve diving with my daughter, uh, and that is To me, that sort of makes a dive extra special when you can dive it with somebody you care about. Oh, yeah. And so I remember uh, we were in Maui. My daughter was probably about uh, 17, 18, and we went diving at the cathedrals.
0: Oh, I love those places, right?
1: First and Second Cathedral, just amazing. Yeah. This was Second Cathedral, and it was just a beautiful sight. And uh, I remember, you know, uh, looking back at my daughter Lizzie, and we our eyes were you know so wide we were so excited to do it cool. and so that was uh, one of my favorite dives, and the other one I can think of, Jeff, is when we were down in Florida, uh, uh, we had uh, Lizzie I think had gotten her advanced diver okay. uh, and we went on a i don 't remember the name of the site, but it was a huge drift dive, and I just remember being pulled. You oh. know, down the water. That was really my first experience with that. And we were we were on a wreck, and we were almost hanging on for dear life <laughs> until See. we we drifted uh, way down. And when we popped up finally, there were Coast Guard boats all around oh us. Oh my God! And we were told we were getting too close to Trump's compound. Oh my goodness! Okay, so <laughs> and, and so we uh, <laughs> yeah. no no harm no foul, but yeah. it was but it was a memorable dive. Uh, yeah, so some so pretty cool stuff. So yeah, um, sounds
0: like you still have the passion for diving like we all do. And, um, you know, we're we're very excited about the upcoming dive season and all the work that we've got to do out ahead. And we're very pleased that you're part of the staff here at Scuba Shack working with us and uh, and uh, how's it feel to be the first person interviewed on Scuba Shack Radio? It is a tremendous <laughs> honor, and it's about time. It's about time. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you, Rod. appreciate it, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get more interviews in the future. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jeff. Sometimes, things don't always go the way we plan. For some of us who live in this part of the country, we might have to drive in snow. Snow is slippery, and we may start to slide around a bit. Knowing how to react in these situations is an important part of our safety. The same can be true in scuba diving. We have a fantastic safety record in scuba diving, and fortunately, accidents are rare. But as we all know, accidents do happen. Are you prepared? One of the ways we react to certain dive-related accidents is to deliver oxygen to the person who was injured. Do you know how to administer O2? Do you know how to set up the equipment? Do you know how to safely handle oxygen? It's definitely a good idea to have this knowledge and experience. Now you can get this knowledge and experience through practical application Or, like a lot of ways we gain knowledge, is through a class. Now, most of the training agencies, or I think all of the training agencies, have some sort of O2 administration class, as well as Divers Alert Network has the emergency oxygen class. You can also get this training through your first aid or CPR. Some of the classes also offer that but I'm going to talk a little bit more about the PADI Emergency Oxygen Provider class. And normally it's held with the rescue class, but it's also its standalone class. And the good thing about it is you don't have to be a certified diver to get this training and certification. Now, like most PADI courses, there's a knowledge development component and a skills development component. You'll learn about the use of Emergency O2 You'll have more discussion on diving injuries. You'll have a little bit of dialogue around the emergency O2 equipment, its safety considerations, and how to maintain emergency oxygen equipment. Now, there's three goals in the PADI class, and that's to develop your practical knowledge of O2 equipment, how it's used in near-drowning and decompression illness. It's to increase your emergency first responder ability, and your ability to assist divers suffering from near-drowning or decompression illness. Now, some people are working towards their Master Scuba Diver rating, and guess what? This class counts towards that rating as well. Now, I can tell you from firsthand experience that not everyone knows how to set up emergency O2 kits. And when things go wrong, you need all hands on deck. Think about it. Wouldn't you want to be the person who can help out in that emergency and help save a fellow diver. Back in October, I started this new segment titled Your Next Dive. And since then, I've taken you to Maui and Lahaina, where we were diving with Lahaina divers, then we traveled to Little Cayman at the Little Cayman Beach Resort, and most recently, we had headed to Atlantis Dive Resorts in Dumaguete in the Philippines. Well, we're back again, and this time we're going to take you to Nassau and Bahamas, where your next dive is with Stewart Cove. We've been running a shop trip for well over 15 years now with Stewart, and Stewart Cove has been around since 1978, and they're the biggest operator on New Providence Island. They operate out of the southwest side, and because of its location, you're going to have to take a shuttle bus that Stewart Cove provides from your hotel to the dive shop. There are a number of hotels that are affiliated with Stewart Cove, and for us, we use Orange Hill Beach Inn. That's about 15 minutes or so from the hotel to the dive shop. Orange Hill is an eclectic place and will not be your typical high-end hotel. We've grown to like it. Orange Hill is an experience. Now, Stuart Coe's facility is really cool. It's built like an old-time seaport village. It was actually a set used in the movie Flipper when they filmed it down in New Providence uh, Island with Paul Hogan. As you enter the gate, you walk down the dock past a myriad of dive boats to the main dive shop for check-in. There's a lot of facilities here. There is a rental center. There are showers. There's a classroom. There's a gear locker, a photo center, and a full retail shop. They have quite a few dive boats, and the best for me are the 46-foot Newtons. They also have uh, four other what they consider large boats and two medium boats that you can charter. The boats are spacious, well-maintained, and ready to take you to a whole lot of great dive sites. If you like wrecks, you won't be disappointed. There are many different sites to visit, including things like Sea Viking, Port Royal, Bahama Mama, and the Bond wrecks, which were used in the James Bond movies. And one of my favorite sites is the Ray of Hope, and I'll come back to that in a, in a minute or so. Reefs and walls are abundant. There are approximately 35 different dive sites. One of the big reasons I love Stewart Cove in the Bahamas are the sharks. The animals are magnificent, and to get in the water with them is a profound experience. And that's why I like the Ray of Hope. It's located very close to one of the shark feeding areas, and we can debate whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I'm not going to get into that here. A lot of the sharks do visit the Ray of Hope, and you can get some really great experiences on a wreck with the sharks diving around you. If you're doing four dives a day, like we often do, you'll come back to the dock and you can grab a burger or a fish sandwich from the grill. Wow, does it taste good and gets you refueled for the afternoon dives. So if you're heading down to Nassau in the Bahamas and you want to get some diving in, I highly recommend that you take a look at Stewart Cove and his dive operation down there. It's a great facility. And it's ready to take you to some great dive spots and get some really cool experience in. So that's it for this edition of Your Next Dive. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's show. I want to thank Ron for being my first ever guest on Scuba Shack Radio. We're hoping to be doing more of that down the road, so stay tuned. Also, Scuba Shack Radio now has its own domain. Our website is at scubashackradio.com. Also, check out our Facebook page at Scuba Shack Radio or our Instagram page. As always, we would very much appreciate any feedback, comments, or suggestions Also, if you go out to your favorite podcast app, it would really be great if you could give us a rating or let us know that we're doing something good out there for the scuba diving community. Again, thanks for listening to Scuba Shack Radio, and I'll be back again in a couple of weeks. Bye.